Hey everyone, I'm Megan Coleman. And I'm Meg Revis, and we're the Megs. We have a lot of fun laughing and learning how to squeeze the good out of today. What, what, what's up? I'll tell you what's up. We made it to 20 episodes. That's pretty awesome. I'm wearing a sash that won't light up. It says party time on it. And it no longer, I've pressed it too many times. It's not working anymore. Mm. Um, and then I'm wearing a trucker hat. Gold trucker a hat. Gold, a gold <laughs> trucker hat that says 20 on it. Well, I wrote 20 on it. Megan, what are we celebrating today? Why are we, why all this hoopla? Well, we have 20 episodes. And so this is going to be, um, we're going to kind of go back to our 20 year old self, right? Yes. 20 years ago. (laughs) And we're going to remind ourselves, or is it a reminder or really like a a teaching of what we wish we would have known as a 20 year old? Is that, I think it's kind of like, what could we go back in time and tell our 20 year old something self. Yeah. We have our lists. I mean, can you believe we're celebrating 20 episodes? I love it. I'm so excited. What was, um, what's, what else has been good this week before we dive into going back down memory lane to our 20 (laughs) year to our twenties? Okay. Oh, good this week. You're going to love this. So, you know, Reed is my 10 year old daughter, loves to cook, loves to bake, get in the kitchen and bake. And for Christmas, I got her one of those mug cake cookbooks, you know, and she loves making her siblings little mug cakes. It's easy, simple. It's a great gift. Well, she, the other day said, mom, I want to make some, uh, chocolate milk. And we don't have the like, chocolate in a bottle, squeeze it and mix it, you know, that we grew up with. Okay, good. Cause I was going, there's a recipe for chocolate milk. Like <laughs> yes. we just got the syrup bottle and like poured like half the bottle in some milk. Yeah. No, we don't, up. we don't have that. She wanted to just make it from scratch. And so she got the cocoa powder out cause we have cocoa powder and she got the powdered sugar out and got the milk out and got all, you know, we talk a lot about how to measure things correctly. And so I wasn't even paying attention, wasn't even in the kitchen. And about 10 minutes later, she was like, mama, I don't, I don't know about this chocolate milk. Like this looks kind of fudgy. <laughs> I was like, fudgy, <laughs> what did you do? And so I went over there and I read the recipe and it called for one and a half teaspoons of cocoa powder. And she did not have the teaspoon out. She had the half cup measure out. And I said, Ritty Lynn, did you put one and a half cups of cocoa powder in your chocolate milk? And she was like, yeah, that's what the recipe said. And I was like, sister, go read that recipe one more time. And she was like, oh, Oh. man. (laughs) So it literally made like chocolate sludge. You made chocolate milk for the neighborhood. Yeah, we really did. And so I told her, I was like, no worries. We're just going to get a cup of milk and then pour some of the sludge into the milk <laughs> and mix it up. And it was great. It, we still saved the day. We just had a plethora of it, but it was it a good could moment. Have been, it could have been like pudding, like some chocolate, like sludgy pudding. Yeah. I guess we could have eaten it as pudding too. 
It was funny though. It, <laughs> it, funny. it brought a lot of laughs and then a good teaching moment of, you know, reading the whole recipe. <laughs> I think I did that early on in our marriage, not with chocolate milk, but mixing up. I'm trying to remember what it was. I can't even remember. I was trying to make lasagna or something. We've I mixed done it. something up. Yeah. Yeah. That's cute though. I, I need you to send me the cup that you got her in the, or the recipe book, the cup and the recipe book. Oh yeah. And I can link them in the show notes because she uses that book all the time to make well, little mug cakes and there's all different kinds and flavors. That was one, probably one of her favorite Christmas gifts. And she just puts it in the microwave. So yeah. they're not like turning on the stove right. or anything like that. Yep. I like that. I um, definitely, I'm sure Haley Bell would love to do that. So yeah, link that in our show notes. Um, my good for this week is also something to do with, you know, our girls are close in age. Uh-huh. It's with it's with Haley Bell. Okay. So um, she had a nightmare. The other night called out good. Is it? (laughs) No, I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. (laughs) She had a nightmare called out for me or Logan. I woke Logan up and sent Logan to her bedroom to get her. I was just too tired. I was like, she just come sleep with us. We've got the king size bed now. So Mm -hmm. she can just come sleep in the middle with us. And she didn't want to. She was day in her own bed. And I don't know if we've talked about this much yet on the episodes. So, um, Haley Bell is like my sidekick. Like she's Mm -hmm. really like attached to me, just glued to my hip and forever. When Logan was traveling, she slept in my bed and it was like a whole ordeal when we finally got her sleeping in her own bed. And now even Now, just the fact that she wakes up in the middle of the night and she has a nightmare and she's like, hey, I'm good. Like, thanks for cheering me back up. But she literally just told us, no, I don't want to. It's not going to be comfortable. I just want to stay in my own bed. Okay, that's that is good. That is amazing because I know that you guys went through such a huge process of getting her to that point. But I don't know, Meg, are you a little sad? Yes. That's why I don't have like the biggest smile on my face because in my head, I know this is great. We did it like a parenting win. High fives. But in my heart, my mama heart, I'm like, no more babies in my bed. Like, so I, I almost went to her room and was like, are you sure? Don't you want to just come like, just Just hang out for a couple hours? Yeah. Come in, snuggle. But no, I know they've got to, I have to embrace this, like growing up and the fact that she's overcoming some of her fears and just being able to sleep in her own bed. We're really super duper proud. So that's pretty awesome. I like our goods for this week. I know. good. And I'm loving our episode topic, kind of going back down memory lane to our 20 something year old selves. Oh yeah. I mean, we, the list, we each have 10 things that we're going to share. So we have 20 total things that we're going to share with you. Little, little tidbits and things that we've learned that we wish we would have known as a 20 something year old. Okay. So you're the oldest. So you have to go first. You have to start off this list of 20 things 
we're each doing 10. Mm-hmm. Go back and tell our 20 year old self. Okay. You're going to love this first one. I don't even know if you have one of these, but I have one. And I would, I mean, this would be the one thing that I'd probably the most go back and tell my 20 year old self. Are you ready? Yeah. Buy an electric toothbrush. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) you know why? Why? Do you have one? I have had them in the past. I have, I cannot tell you how many cavities I had in my twenties. And the second I switched to an electric toothbrush, like the good kind, like the whatever kind, I need to invest in a better brand. You got to get the good kind. I have not had one cavity. Those things work. And I still don't floss that often. Shh, don't tell my dentist. (laughs) But that is huge. I would totally go tell my 20-year-old self, suck it up, pay the money, go get you an electric toothbrush. It will save you so much money in cavities. That's funny. That's a good one. (laughs) Okay. My first one that I have written down, um, and mine are in no particular order, do not cut your hair short. (laughs) Do you have like a bob or something? It was shorter than a bob. It was shaved in the back. It was like as short as a boy because it was in that style where you wore your hair like real kind of like gelled and spiky and then you put the cute clips all in. Yeah. There's a picture somewhere, I'm sure, of it. But I cried for months afterwards. I've never had short hair ever since, ever again. (laughs) Like it was (laughs) awful. Like I... I did not like the way that I looked. Other people were nice and like would give me compliments or whatever. Like, oh, you can wear your hair long or short and you look blah, 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 whatever. I looked in the mirror and I hated it every day until I grew it out. (laughs) Well, you and I both have such thick hair. It is hard to have short, thick hair. I think that's one of the things that I hated the most about it was it was a lot of maintenance and I am a low key, like I'd like to just kind of roll out of bed and go. I don't want to spend an hour getting myself like put together. That's just not me. It hasn't ever been me. So no, just don't do the short haircut. 20 year old Meg. (laughs) Okay. So 20 year old Megan needs to know, do not go buy a new car. It is not worth it. What? I thought you got had the cool Mitsubishi. Okay, I did. That was a gift from my parents when I was 16. And then when I was in my early 20s graduating college, I thought, oh, I need a better car than this. So I sold the one that was paid off and I had no debt on and I bought a car. Now I had a car note and a loan that I had to pay for. Well, tell me it was a cooler car than a Mitsubishi. No, it was like a two-door Honda or something. It was just fancier and newer. And so I got into like the newness of it. And this, I will go (laughs) back in time with you and tell yourself, keep your Mitsubishi. I know. Right. And so here I was young and 20 and getting out of college. And I had a perfectly awesome car that had, that was totally paid off. And I went and got a car loan. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Don't do it, y'all. Don't do it. (laughs) You might fall out of your chair when I read my next one. Uh Uh-oh. I'm going to go back and tell myself, keg stands are not as cool as you think they are. (laughs) Meg. (laughs) Like, don't. It's it's like peer pressure. It wasn't even peer pressure. I'm pretty sure I volunteered. I was like, yeah, 
all day, every day. That looks awesome fun. I can honestly tell you, I have <laughs> never done one of those. I can honestly tell you I've done more than I care to share. <laughs> but you would go tell your 20-year-old self it's I, not worth it. It's not worth it. Don't do it, honey. Nobody needs to see you doing a keg stand with your legs up in the air. It doesn't look pretty. <laughs> Just walk away. I love it. That's really funny, Meg. <laughs> Okay. So this one is a little bit more practical because it's something that I struggle with still to this day as a 40 something year old woman. And that is Megan in your twenties, just for the love, start working out and make it a habit now. So 20 year from now, Megan will thank you because she will be in shape and it will already be, you know, part of her regular routine. I feel like you kind of already do a better job at this than I do though. I guess I'll text you or call you. You'll be like, hey, I'm going out for a walk. I'll catch it in a little bit. Okay. You must call me on like the two days that I've done that in the <laughs> last three months <laughs> because I can honestly say I haven't put my tennis shoes on in probably a month. I'm one of those that I really want to get to 10,000 steps, you know, on my watch and I might get to 3,000. Terrible. I have- awful. I have not done the watch thing. I feel like I hear so many people are like, it's so demanding. They send you these nasty like alerts and messages like get up Breathe off the couch, now. move. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, Thank I you. Love, I love my watch, but I wish I did have more steps. I need to, I, I need my 20 year old Megan to make that a habit. So it would already be one by now. Hey friends, we've got a juicy deal for you today with Gab Wireless. They have smartphones that are safe for your kids. It's amazing. My son has had this phone for over a year now and we absolutely love it. He gets to call and text his friends. There's a camera, Bluetooth, GPS, and more features. But I know that he's protected on this phone. So go to gabwireless.com today, that's G-A-B-B, and use the promo code THEMEGS for $30 off your purchase. Seriously, your kids will love you for getting them a phone, but you'll know that they're staying safe. Okay, so my next one is a little bit more serious with a little bit of a backstory. Okay. So uh, my young college age, even teenage-ish age uh, self got into a little bit of trouble. Um, Shocker. <laughs> but uh, before that, all growing up, our parents took us to church all day. If the doors were open, we were there. I yeah. shouldn't say all day. I should say Sunday mornings, Sunday nights, Wednesday nights. Like if there was something happening, we were there. Um, and I do love that they instilled that like in us, you know, to have a relationship with God and Jesus. And that's important. Um, however, got into a little bit of a situation in my teenage years, young, you know, well, I guess even late teenage years into college years, just made some stupid dis- relationship decisions and just, it was bad time. Instead of, this is what I would go back and tell my 20 year old self, when I, when some of that started coming to light, uh, a lot of people in the church that I loved and trusted, instead of loving me back and mm. and showing me some grace and just like forgiveness, um, there was a whole lot of judgment, not love at all, actually like 
a lot of hurtful things said to me. And I just really started to think, I don't want to be anything like them. That's Mm. not what Jesus says to do. You know, you're supposed to help the hurting and love the hurting, and you're not supposed to judge people. And so I probably took it to the wrong extreme, and I just ran as far away as I could from the church. Like, get me out of here. Like, I'm not going Sunday mornings. I am i don't want to even hang out with these people. Uh, it was just kind of a dark time for me. I know that's kind of a Debbie Downer to put in here. Okay, but what would you tell your 20-year-old self so, then? That's what I was getting to. Sorry, you know me and my backstories. So I would tell my 20-year-old self, don't go so far away from the church. I always kept a new, and I was always okay, you know, with my relationship with God. I just didn't want to be affiliated with a church and those people. I didn't want to act like that. That's not who I wanted to be. I still don't. Um, I would tell my 20-year-old self, don't run so far away find a different church or find a different group of people and also recognizing that the people that did hurt me, um, they're human too, right? Mm -hmm. I can't expect everybody to just be perfect. I wasn't perfect. And so I think it was just this complicated situation that I needed. I would go back and tell my 20-year-old self, just try and find a different church or don't cut them out of your life completely. Cause it was years and years and years and years later. Like when I was way married before we started going back to a church and even joining a church. Yeah. Um, that's a good word because I feel like in your twenties, that's really when you're finding yourself in a lot of ways. And especially if you grew up in the church and going all the time, now you get to choose, Oh, am I going to do this on my own or you know, am I not going to now and really learning what that looks like to even walk with God as an adult on your own, you know, not with your yeah. parents yeah. dragging yeah. you along or telling you to do X, Y, and Z. Yes. I, I agree with you. You're trying to figure out who you are. Now you have the choice to go to church or not go to church. And I, at the time I was like, yep, not doing that. I don't yeah. even want to become that person. And I just wish that I had, maybe given that a little bit more thought and not gone so far away. That's a good word. Okay. Okay. What's your next one? My next one is always say yes to a night out with friends. Ooh, I always say yes to a night out with friends. I know you do, but I don't. You know, and especially back in my twenties, I, if people asked me to go out, I mean, I would sometimes, but a lot of times I said no, cause I'm just more of a natural introvert. And so the idea of getting ready and, you know, all of that is overwhelming enough where I usually am like, nah, I'm good. I'm just going to stay at home hanging out by myself. And 10 out of 10 times when I say yes, I have an awesome time. And so I think I would just go back and tell my 20 year old self, like, just go do it. Have fun. Like go out with your friends and enjoy that time instead of staying at home. I like that. That's a Mm -hmm. good one. Um, Okay. My next one is, I love this one. It's hold on tight to Logan. Oh, that's sweet. You end up together. That's what I wrote. You end up together and it's the best decision you've ever made. And it was. Yeah. He is. Yeah. So, because we were, you know, there was, we dated for such a long time, years. And so, you know, there was 
definitely some hiccups and points where we're, we both weren't on the same page. And so I think I would just go back to my 20 year old self and say, Hey, don't stress out about it. You guys end up together and it's awesome. Yeah. Cause when we're that age, we're worried about who are we going to marry? Is that the one we're going to marry or we mm-hmm. marry somebody else? And it gets all up in our head and we stress out about it. That's a good mm-hmm. one. I like that. My next one is embrace the curls and love your red hair. I know that's so silly, but back in the day, I mean, I had, I do have really curly hair. It doesn't look curly now because I haven't washed it in like a week, but <laughs> when I wash it, it's really curly. And I feel like it's gotten even curlier the older I get. And I mean, in my early twenties, I hated the curls. I wanted the straight hair. And so I never dyed my hair, but I would go and get it like my curls relaxed. Really? Oh, I was so jealous of the people who could just like take a shower and let it air dry. And it would look all like wavy, cute and beautiful. And mine was this huge honking mess. Yeah. Mine is frizzy mess. I have really thick, crazy hair too. Yeah. So I would go tell myself, just embrace the curls, you know, and the red hair is awesome. It makes you super unique. Cause I didn't like my red hair either. Cause I felt like people always, that would be like the one thing that they would comment on, but in sometimes in a negative way, you know, when people are mean. Uh, oh yeah. I know. Well, they have lots to say. Mm-hmm. We've got lots to say. Guess what? 20 year old self. We've got lots to say. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. My next one, it feels so stupid to say this. Oh my gosh. What was I thinking? I'd go back and tell my 20 year old self, do not open that credit card. Oh yeah. Did you have, did you open one as a 20 year old? Yeah. They like sit on the college campuses and hound you. That's where I got my first credit card too. And they suck you in because I went to UT and they had a neat little longhorn on the credit card and it made you feel like you were part of something. Oh, terrible. It, it is on one hand. Ter- yes. You, you do not need to be going into that kind of debt. I would totally tell my 20 year old self run away from the <laughs> cute boy handing out credit card applications on you campus. Got sucked into the cute boy doing it. <laughs> However, on a business side of things, I can see it's pretty great genius, like, like genius, like these college kids that marketing plan barely have a credit score, right? Yeah. Anywho. So yeah, no credit cards. Just walk away from that. What's your next one? Okay. <laughs> this one's kind of funny. Uh, 20 year old Megan, don't worry. Crop pants will eventually fade away. <laughs> I remember when they came out. Oh, and yeah. I remember my stepmom getting a pair and she was like, come on, just try them on. It's like the new thing. And it was, I mean, crop pants are around for a long time and I did eventually embrace them, but I, I'm really glad that they're, I mean, I know people still wear them. I don't personally. You're going to laugh. I A couple down from my next one, you're going to giggle at, at that one. I'm going to okay. save it. It's late. It's, it's longer down on my list, but it's funny too. Yeah. So I would just tell my 20 year old self, like, don't worry. It's, they're going to kind of go away and you don't have to worry about it. I completely forgot about crop pants. Oh yeah. That was like a big thing in our early twenties. I do remember now. Mm-hmm. Huh. 
That's so funny. Okay. Um, my next one is keeping up with the Joneses. Like, just don't do it. Like, mm. get that out of your mindset early. Because when you're early 20, um, and, and then shortly after that, me and Logan got engaged and then married because we were babies when we got married. And I think it was this idea of you have to have an apartment for a short amount of time, but then you need to be looking for a house. And then once you get a house and you're established in your career, then you have a baby. And it's like, da, 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 da. And I was constantly looking at other people that were making a ton more money than us. They were farther along in life than us and seeing their house. And I don't know, I just would go back to my 20 year old self and just say, Hey, chill out. It's okay to be in an apartment for three or four years. If that's what you can afford, right. that's fine. You'll make great memories. That's what I would tell myself. I think we all need that reminder, whether we're in our 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, or whatever. We yeah. just got to do what's right for us, you know, and not comparing ourselves to others. That's a good one. Okay. So mine is listen more and talk less. Are you really directing that to me? I feel like that should- <laughs> No, that is for me, 20-year-old Megan. Are you putting Listen in your two-week notice because we're on a podcast? <laughs> and I know I'm talking a lot on a podcast these days in a microphone. No, I, you know, I think it's just a good lesson for every 20-something-year-old to hear is that our listening skills are way, way important and will... um serve our friends and our family really, really well. Cause you know how, when we're hanging out with somebody and we're talking about a subject and like, let's say you're talking about something and I have an opinion about it and I, or I want to say something about it, I'll jump in and I'll try Like I'll totally cut people off. I'm really bad at that. And so I think just learning that skill early on of just, let's just talk less and let's listen a whole lot more. I don't even know how to do that, but I will try because I agree. <laughs> uh, but I'm probably even worse at interrupting than you. I think part of it for me is my ADD brain. It just goes so fast. And so I'm just trying to keep up with the conversation and think of things that I want to say. And that's good. Mm-hmm. I have learned how to, you know, really sit and focus and listen to what they're saying. That's a good one. I like that. Yep. Okay. So I'm glad you're not saying that you're done with the podcast not on our, quitting yet. On our 20th episode. How <laughs> awful would that be? You're like, Meg, I've got some, I've got some news. <laughs> Don't give me a smirk too. She gave me a little look like, well, maybe, maybe. We'll oh talk Lord. after this episode, Meg. <laughs> Just kidding. You're going to hear this next one on my list. And it's going to make you laugh so hard that you're going to be like, nope, I'm back in. Okay. My nephew, Austin, was born when I was 20. Okay. And forever, you know, he was like my, he was really my baby is what I claimed him as. Right. And I thought in my 20s that it would be really cool. Sears pictures, JCPenney pictures. You go to Babies R Us, you get pictures taken. That was a thing back then. Okay. Mm Okay. Like every two months, I thought it would be so super cool to wear matching overalls <laughs> with my baby nephew <laughs> and take like a cute like overall fishing picture. I would go back and tell my 20-year-old self, 
it's cute for him because he's a cute little baby. But you're a 20 something year old, 20 year old. And y'all don't need to have a matching. He's if he's listening. Austin, I'm so sorry. I know you're probably cringing at this because that photo circulates around our family. Like it's around. It's somewhere. I'm feeling like we need to post that puppy. It might, it might show up on our website or on our Instagram at some point, but yeah, I would just say, just, just let him take, why don't you just let him take the cute picture? (laughs) Oh my gosh. All those. I remember doing all those kind of pictures. Did you take pictures with your sorority sisters? Oh yeah. I mean, we pretty much had like tops. That's was the name of the company. Take our pictures, take our picture. Well, take our picture. I think tops was the name of the company and they'd follow you around taking pictures everywhere. Cause they wanted you to buy them from him. Oh, mm-hmm. another good business. We probably should have wanted to, I know tell that 20 year old self to go do that. And you know what? Buy some zoom stock. Oh yeah. <laughs> zoom stock. That's a good one. Okay. So my next one is laugh at your failures. Oh, we're all going to fail. Yep. In some form or fashion and in some way. And instead of truth, like getting down on yourself or feeling like you've made this horrible choice or this decision, just realizing that this is just part of your path and part of your story. And it's only going to make you stronger. And you just got to learn how to laugh and move on. Well, because I feel like you struggle with that sometimes. I think you're, you do. It's my personality. Job. Yeah. Mm hmm. That per- you're tend to be a perfectionist, which serves you really well in a lot of aspects of life, right? Except for failure. Right. Yep. I fail all the time. I feel like I had to learn that at a young age. Like, <laughs> listen, Buttercup, this is, this is just how gonna it's going to be. Your, yep. This is going to be kind of your life. So you just need to laugh along the way. Um, okay. Mine is that. College isn't for everyone. I would go back and tell myself mm, that college isn't one. for everyone. And that's okay because I was on the struggle bus in high school and uh, I struggled in college too. And I think I wish I had just sought out, I don't know whether it was would be a company or I would tell my 20-year-old self to like get a life coach, but just somebody that could say, hey, you have other talents and abilities and, you know, why don't you try this, this, and this instead of, you know, it having to be this like box of high school, then college. And yep. does that make sense? Am I saying Total that sense. right? Yep. I, I agree. And I think that that's something that we need to think of even as our kids are getting older into that college age of, we don't always have to fit in this mold, you know? that Mm -hmm. people tell us we have to do. And then some people, I mean, they go to college for a degree that they can never even pay back their college debt. That, yeah. That's like a whole nother thing. And, you know, kudos to, I know that there are people out there that do have a very direct path and, and they're motivated and it works for them. They fit those, they fit really well in those boxes and they thrive and they do well. I just wasn't one of those people. It just wasn't for me. And instead of feeling like that was okay and I had options, I felt like it wasn't okay and I didn't have options. Like, I don't even know 
my young twenties, I was really just like trying to figure out who I am and what I'm going to do. And yeah. So anywho. Okay. (laughs) You're going to like this one, Meg. I would tell 20 year old Megan sunscreen is really cool. Oh yeah. (laughs) Me and my fair skin. I always, I was just, I was never the one that could tan, but if I, I always felt like the loser to like put it on all the time. And when we go out at a pool or something with somebody or to the beach in our young twenties and not married and okay. Not the beach, the pool. No, I was going to say back the train up. You said beach. So did you, I mean, I went a couple of times. <gasps> or to you, Mexico. I went to Mexico with some friends. I feel like in your younger years, you may have enjoyed the beach more than you do now. Well, yeah. Now I have to like get sand out of all the kids' crevices and my own. Like, who wants to do all that nonsense? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> hose, them, hose them down. You just throw them under a shower by the pool, let them jump in the pool. It's all good. So I would t- go tell my 20 year old self, just sunscreen's cool. You're going to have beautiful skin when you get older because you took care of it when you were younger. But you do have beautiful skin. I do not think you, I think you have aged so well. I do not think you look like you're in your 40s. Oh, thanks. At all. Okay. So you're going to laugh at this one. This is the one that kind of goes along with your crop pants. Okay. I wrote down, girlfriend, you rock those boot leg jeans from the gap like no other, but skinny jeans are a coming. <laughs> Don't buy. Because if I liked something, I was such a spender and I loved shopping. So if I liked something, I bought like 10 of them. Like, don't yeah. buy 10 boot cut jeans. Skinny jeans are coming, they're around the corner. Maybe just buy two, just have your two I mean, and then that be it. I don't ever want to get rid of my skinny jeans. I don't. I know that the mom jean style. Yes. Oh, that's the other thing I'd tell the 20 something year old. Not only are skinny jeans coming, but then the mom jeans are coming back. Yeah. That's crazy to me. Audrey just got some. So <gasps> really? Yes. And she told me not to wear my skinny jeans anymore. And I was like, nope, I'm doing it. I don't even care. I yeah, there was them. like a whole thing about you can't part your hair on the side. You got to part it in the middle to be right. cool and not wear any skinny jeans. Whatever. I'm parted on the side and I'm using my skinny jeans right now and I'm loving it. Yeah, I'm not I'm not on board with the new the new trends that's coming out, but I would tell my 20-year-old self like hold on. Don't invest. Don't yeah. invest in all those boot boot cut. All right. Okay. Next one. You are not made to just do one thing. Oh, preach it, sister. This yeah, is and I know that of- this is big for you. And I feel like this is something that I'm just now coming into learning and embracing and loving. But for so many years, especially when I was younger, I felt like I had to figure out that one thing. It's so much pressure. One thing that I was awesome at and just do that one thing for the next 50 years. Right. You work, you build a career and then you retire. Yeah. And I, I think, um, maybe way back in the day, that was like more when our common. parents were growing up, it was a more common situation. Yeah. 
I just, I'm glad that we're breaking free of that a little bit more. I'm trying. And, but that would be one thing that I would go back and tell 20 year old Megan, like, just start that now, like Mm -hmm. figure out all the different things that you're passionate about. And then when you're 40, if you have even more things that you're passionate about, try those, you know, can you visit 20 year old Meg also and tell her the same thing? Sure. I don't have it on my list. (laughs) I don't have it on my list, but I want it to be on my list. Yeah. That's so, I mean, that's so important to me. And you're right. I think for me too, I've just kind of come into my own and realizing that just in the last five years, you know, trying to go, okay, it's okay that I'm doing insurance and I want to, you know, um, create and start a nonprofit event and now do a podcast. Like those are, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like people, I think, look at it oh, you're bouncing around. You don't know what you want to do. No, I wanted to do all of those. I loved insurance sales because I got to talk to people (laughs) and I loved interacting with them and, and, and getting to know their families. And I obviously loved the event world and things Mm -hmm. like that. So uh, that was a good one, Megan. That was your last one. Nope. Oh, one more. Okay. This one is my last one. (laughs) I'm barely going to even get it out. Zimas and fuzzy navels aren't that great. (laughs) But I thought they were like the bomb. Like, this is what I'm going to go drink. Like, I, I don't even know when my appreciation for wine like really started, but I wish it had started like fuzzy navel. I don't even think I could take a sip. I don't even think I could sip all sugar. Oh my gosh. That's my last, what does that say about my my 20s? Like that was my last one. That's all good. Okay. I have a good one to end on. Are you ready? Yeah. 20 year old Megan, just be patient. Your parents will become your best friends. Oh, that's such a good one. Yeah. Because you know, when you're young and coming out of college and your young adult years, you think, you know, everything. And so you kind of just like ignore your parents for a little while. You don't want to hear any of their advice. You want to kind of just try and figure it out on your own. And so there's tension in those years, at least there was for us. And I would just go back and tell myself, like, just be patient. They're going to become your best friends, you know, and you're going to have such a great relationship with your parents. Just wait, it's coming. I love that. And I love your parents. You've got great, great parents too. So Mm -hmm. I can't believe that. Well, I mean, I think every kind of young adult, teenager, young adult kind of goes through that time with their parents of like butting heads and, you know, I don't know. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I, here's what I can't figure out. I'm looking at my list because you went first. So I should have one to go. I've looked at all of them because I've crossed them off as we went. (laughs) I had 11 things. (laughs) (laughs) I just counted it as you said that. It was blowing my mind. I was like, how am I not? Okay. It was just the one one. to grow on, Meg. It's all good. It's like the extra candle on your cake. (laughs) That's so funny. Did you see me over here panicking? Like, I'm like re looking at my list. I'm counting my list. I've crossed them off as we've gone. That's funny. I, I was like, did I say one of them twice? Did I, I could not figure it out. I was uh, just really excited <laughs> <laughs> for our 20th episode and yep. talking to our 20 year old selves. Well, I do want to kind of end celebrating 
our 20th episode doing this podcast. Like what is happening? Can you believe it? it? So fun. We started this in December and what we've got 20 episodes. Yeah. Crazy. What is your favorite episode that we've done so far? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, Probably right up there would be the one, the first one that we did on Bennett. Oh yeah. And telling his story. Cause I, I get asked a lot because we've walked through the cancer journey and losing a child. And so I get asked a lot about just that grieving process. And so I loved being able, I love talking about him. I love sharing his story. And so I, I really, really enjoyed that episode a whole lot. I would say my, the one that I love just for the funny factor is when we told our, uh, vacations gone wrong. Oh yeah. You know, <laughs> when I'm good one. like, You're- crawling dying in Mexico, you know, because of Montezuma's revenge and getting kicked off the airplane. That was pretty funny. And then when you, you guys like almost didn't make it, like almost yeah. died in a whitewater rafting trip. I was in shock saying the same thing over and over to Haley Bell. Those are good episodes. Those yeah. are funny ones. The one on Bennett, you know, we got a lot of feedback from mm-hmm. you guys on. Um, I know it was really helpful to so many listeners, Megan. So I do. I really love that one too. So go listen to that one. Well, you know me being non-committal, I can't just pick one. <laughs> I've picked four of my favorites. Four. Okay. What are they? Three. Three are because they make me and you belly laugh. Okay. Okay. So my first favorite is actually just our second episode that we did on Christmas traditions. Oh. There are some funny family stories in there. Yeah, like, those hilarious. are some good ones. Uh-huh. We got actually a lot of comments on that one too. It's just, I think we did it so long ago. I had forgotten about it. So when I was going back through, I was like, oh yeah, that was a good one. Uh, So that was our second episode on Christmas traditions. Then the next one is my spray tan story. It's episode (laughs) nine. (laughs) Yeah. I just, I listened back to it. You belly laugh at me. And so I like making you laugh and it's a funny story too. Mm -hmm. So episode nine, then this one will make you laugh too. Right after that, we, our good friend Rich did episode 10 with us. It was oh, a Super Bowl. Super Bowl. We knew nothing about the Super we Bowl. We literally knew nothing. <laughs> he was be, trying to be so patient with us, but it's <laughs> hilarious. We need to do that with another <laughs> sport, you know, yeah. like March Madness next year or something like that. Cause I don't know anything about that either. Or we could do, you know, they do uh, fantasy football drafts. We could do a draft. That I don't even, I don't even know what that is really. Oh my word. It's fun. I've done it once or twice before. So I'll see if Logan can't hook us up with that, but that would be really comical. Um, So that was my third kind of funny like episode that was my favorite was our Super Bowl episode with Rich. My next one is my favorite because I can keep listening to it over and over and I'm still speechless and kind of just in awe, but it's of your friend and my new friend, Cynthia Listenby. She was our guest. She's amazing. She is truly amazing. So that was episode 16 and she is, she has her own podcast, but she's a blogger too. She's a mom and she has a career, just all these things. But she has so much wisdom, just 
she has good words to say for yep. everybody. I could listen to it and listen to it over and over again. So really powerful stuff. So I loved episode 16. Those, those are my are, babes. Those are good. We did some good ones in there. Mm, yeah. And we would love to hear from you guys. If y'all have some topics or ideas, make sure you check out our website. There is a place where you can email us and, and, or, you know, find us on Instagram and social media, send us a message. If you've got an idea or topic, we want to make sure you guys are loving these episodes as much as we are. Um, so I just want to end it, Megan, with kind of cheers. Like, can we cheers? <laughs> yeah. I here's, wish here's my uh, big old thing of water. I wish I had eczema or something. <laughs> <laughs> do they even make those anymore? Surely they do. I don't know, man. Uh, somebody let us know. We've got to find them if there are Zimas available. All right. Cheers to 20 episodes. 20 episodes, my friend. And here's the 20 more. It'll be fun. All right, y'all. Thanks for joining us on this ride. And we will catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Meg's podcast today. We have the best time talking about <laughs> all the things. All the things. We love it. Don't we, Meg? Yes. Well, y'all be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes that we have. And then also come find us on social media. We want to connect with you at the Meg's Podcast.